Are you ready to create and grow the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. A bigger audience, more impact, and a new revenue stream. We'll show you how. I'm Jenny Barcelos. And I'm Sandy Connery. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. everyone. Welcome to episode 31 of the Soulful MBA podcast. Today's podcast is about curiosity. I'm Jenny Barcelos and I'm joined with Sandy, my co-host. Hey, Sandy. Hi, Jenny. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. And we're really excited to talk about this today. So we have kind of a lot that we've been thinking about around this topic of curiosity. Um, Often, Folks in the business world talk a lot about passion and following your passion, and there's been this movement led by a lot of great people who've all given TED Talks um, and other and written books, including people like Elizabeth Gilbert, <laughs> who are talking about curiosity sort of replacing passion in that context, and we, we're sort of in alignment with that way of thinking. And so we really want to follow up on last week's podcast called Deep with this content, because if you listen to the podcast last week, we talked all about the concept of deep work, referencing Cal Newport's book, Deep Work, and why it's important for all of us in this new economy to have dedicated time to do really original, thoughtful, intensive work on you know our area of expertise. But the problem that I had with that book that we didn't get into last week, Sandy, and I think we've both talked about this, is that economic incentives alone don't drive the kind of behavior (laughs) that's necessary to do deep work. So just knowing that, hey, the economy is shifting and I have to get really good at something else or really good at my craft so that I can be the best in the world because, you know, that's going to be my job security. That drives us to a point, but I don't think it's enough. And so what what else is there that's going to drive us and allow us to sort of go deep enough into our creativity and into our skill set that will allow that amazing work to be birthed. Yeah, I think that's true. And when you go and into those periods of deep work, you have to have something to work on that you're really curious about and excited to be working on. Otherwise, you're going to quickly end up scrolling along in, in Facebook, which by the way, I just want to point out that in our Facebook group, everybody was commenting today about the <laughs> <laughs> about the episode deep and making jokes about how they should be working and not on Facebook talking about deep work. They should actually be doing the deep work. But when you set, a, set aside those hours, you have to be really motivated and excited and, of course, curious about what you're doing. Otherwise, you're not going to do good work. Um, and it's not going to, you know, it's not going to fulfill you. It's not going to sustain you and the outcome, you know, will not be uh, what you desire. So I think, yeah, I think it's a great topic. And there's, when we were researching this, there's so much written about the idea of curiosity and like the science behind curiosity. Yeah. And I just want to point out that if money was what drove us, going back to my earlier point, because I'm still hung up on it, if money (laughs) and if sort of economic thinking was all that drove any of us or is what primarily motivated us, all of us would be corporate lawyers and hedge fund managers, right? Like not like that's what we would do. Like, oh, I'm driven by money. What can I do that's securely going to make me a lot of money? I'll go do that. And if you're listening to this podcast, you most likely are not one of those people that's made those decisions in your life, myself included. So what is it that drives us to still do something 
that's amazing and productive and original and exciting. Like, what is that that's driving us? Like economic, like we, well, we're all entrepreneurs. If you're listening to this, like that's what we are. And like, it's likely that that's what you are as well, that you identify with this, this idea of being an entrepreneur. So, you know, making a living, doing something that you've created is important. However, that cannot be the only thing that's driving you. So, so a lot of people talk about passion, like we said, but there's, but passion only takes you so far and passion changes. And so what is it that is going to keep you going and allow you to become successful and to, to allow you to sort of take the time to dive in deep, like we talked about last week. So we think it's curiosity. Yeah. And I think let's jump into Elizabeth Gilbert's discussion on this or definition of this, because her her distinction between passion and curiosity is really interesting. And so she describes, you know, she's kind of against the the touting of like, follow your passion, follow your passion, because um, it's something big. And to her, it's a little bit redundant, because if it's your passion, then you're already following it, or you're already working in it in some in some capacity. Um, But curiosity, she'll describe as something smaller, and it's milder and quieter. And it's such it's so much more welcoming. And there's less at stake when you follow your curiosity, you can just, you know, ask a simple question or a small question that doesn't mean you have to Dedicate five years of your life to <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah, something really big. And that's what passion often is. So just to be curious and sort of lead, you know, sort of follow the breadcrumbs down a trail from one point to another, to another, to another. And they're just small questions and they keep you motivated and interesting. Um, yeah, so I really love her distinction between following follow your passion versus follow your curiosity. Yeah, me too. And I found a quote of hers from a blog post. And I know she talks about this in her book, Big Magic, Mm -hmm. quite a bit. But she had a blog post out before that book was released where she said, passion is a tower of flame, but curiosity is a tiny tap on the shoulder, a little whisper in the ear that says, hey, that's kind of interesting. Passion is rare. Curiosity is every day. So in, in a way, it's sort of inviting and it's inclusive, right? This idea of curiosity, because it's something all of us experience, we're all familiar with. And it's something that we come across every single day of our lives. At least I hope so. If you have a day that you don't find something to be curious about. I think that's kind of a sad day. Um, but I think many people never experience passion. I, I mean, I'll just say, so I spent, I don't know, 15 years of my life devoted to sort of working on climate change and like in this weird little bubble. And I was very passionate about it. And um, and I, I was constantly told by people when I would give public talks or, you know, come across my peers who are doing other things and who are lawyers or scientists or whatever. And they would say, like, I wish I could have the kind of passion that you have about this. Like, I wish I had pa- this kind of passion about something. And to me, I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. This is just who I am. But but I I just know from anecdotal evidence that there are like many, many people, this huge segment of people who don't even relate to having passion about anything. And so I think that that, you know, T-shirt or bumper sticker that says follow your passion is not very meaningful to a lot of people or or like it makes them feel not included. Yeah, it's too big. It's too big to to think about or to, you know, point to where curiosity, you know, it's so childlike, right? Like we all see our children be curious about things and ask questions about things um, with with just 
abandoned, right? Just like always curious about things. And it's, I, I don't know when we lose that, but I think it's important as adults to kind of think about or, or consider how or value the curiosity, like make sure you are that listening or reacting to that tap on the shoulder and following an article or following, you know, a question that your child asks you or, or whatever it is. But I think it's, I think there needs to be more awareness around that because it's, yeah, it's a, it's really crucial in business. And I think that the, yeah. one of the secrets to, to running a business successfully and listening to your, to your audience and your tribe is to be really curious about them and what they want. Yeah. And it's also, I, I mean, I know that we're, we have a business podcast, but I, <laughs> I just have to make a plug. I also think it's part of living a good life, right? Like, I mean, I think being a curious human being is an important aspect of living a fulfilling, rich life. So for example, we went hiking this weekend and we found bald eagle feathers and we didn't know they were bald eagle fe feathers. We suspected them because we saw these eagles like pruning themselves. And then we found these feathers under this tree. <laughs> and there's, it's like this whole adventure. Like, did we find bald eagle feathers, which by the way, are illegal to possess in the United States of America. <laughs> like, well, you, so can't you, even, you can't even, you can't even find them. Oh, you can't. It's like ivory. Like it's it, no, <laughs> it's like, you can't have them, but like, it's this whole train of knowledge, right? Like it's, you're just, you could just be going on a hike and ignore everything around you, or you could be totally enamored by the world, right? And interested in learning what it is around me and what am I finding and what, what are the laws about this and what can I do with this and where did this come from? And I mean, I just think like, and I get that from my child, right? Like I wouldn't have noticed these feathers if my daughter hadn't been obsessively looking for them because she saw the eagles above in the tree, right? Like as, a, as just a random adult, I would just walk right by on my hike, you know, like getting my workout in. And because we're, when you have children, you're exposed to this whole other level of curiosity, sort of reminded of it. And I think that that's also, but like, isn't it wonderful to be the adult that's interested in the eagle feathers, right? Isn't that something to, to appreciate and to admire and to aspire to be? Like it's a better life in my mind. And so I know this is a business podcast and we have a lot to say about why this is important for your business. But I just also want to say this is important to being, I think, a happy, fulfilled person is to notice what's going on around you, to being aware of it, to being present to it and um, being curious about it. Sure. You can't be a successful business owner if you're unhappy with no meaning in the rest of your life, right? So for sure, those, yeah. they kind of bleed together. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, so that... Elizabeth Gilbert sort of like follow your passion, no follow your curiosity thing is one reason why we wanted to do this podcast because it's something that we talk about fairly often, you and I, Sandy. But there's another kind of reason that curiosity is important for your, for your life and your business. And that has to do with the way that it allows you to be interested in your quintessential client and your audience. So it's one thing to say you should build products and services and programs around your audience and what they're asking for. And it's a whole other thing to really care about what they want and what they need. <laughs> like, I, I think there's, there's a lot you can do on the surface just because, oh, I was told I should research what my audience is interested in and make something for them. And it, it really is like the next level to, to be like, asking, asking follow-up questions and wondering why they're saying what they're saying and digging deeper. And I think if you're the kind of person that can harness that curiosity and really deeply care about the reasoning and the circumstances behind your, why your quintessential client is asking for a certain product, program, or service, you're going to make a better product. Like you're going to create something that's more unique, original, and meaningful to that 
group of people if you're curious about them. Yeah, I think curiosity and caring go hand in hand with business, right? You can't just care and not do anything about it. You have to be curious and you have to ask the questions and you have to follow up and you have to really, really listen and not decide unilaterally what marketing they need to have or what product they need. So yeah, which is what the big companies don't do, right? Like they're just not curious at all about their consumers and users and yeah, well, when you segment everything and everyone has a job, that's one tiny little piece of minutiae in a company, right? Like it's hard to be curious because no one cares. No, there's no, there's the right hand's not talking to the left. Yeah. Well, and so there's this whole idea of being curious about your audience and your quintessential client. And then the other side to that that affects your business is the fact that you're interested in business, right? Like we like to talk about the 50 50 rule where 50% of being a business owner is being really good at your craft and the other 50% is being really good at the business side and the marketing side. And you have to have both and you have to do both well if you want to be successful over the long haul. And the business side is also like constantly evolving. There's a lot to learn. The landscape is changing. The tools are changing. There's always updates. And it, I think having an, a natural curiosity or even a cultivated curiosity about business and marketing is a huge asset for you as an entrepreneur. So rather than being frustrated by the fact that you have to learn a new tool, it's much better for you. It's much easier for you if you, instead of feeling resentful about it or frustrated that you instead say like, wow, I have to learn this new Instagram contest software, for example. I'm, I'm curious about this. <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> what is this tool? Let's watch some YouTube videos about how it's been used and why they made it this way. And I think it just, it, it changes your entire relationship to your business if you're able to come at it from this place of curiosity. And it eliminates a lot of the frustration. I mean, don't get me wrong. We still so right? frustrated. We still get last, frustrated. Last sure. night. We're <laughs> doing this last night. That's why this example is coming up. But, you know, then you can sort of switch your mindset and shift and say, okay, what is this? What can what can I learn about this? This is kind of cool. What else could I do with this? And and I think that um you know, for many of us, like I, for me, it's that the marketing side, when I can think about it as something fun to dive into and learn, um, even the business stuff, even some of the legal stuff, trademarks, you know, all the different things that you do as a business owner and you have to look into and learn about it's, it's an op. If you can shift your mindset to make it interesting, to make it like, wow, I wonder why that is like that. Or I wonder why somebody would become a C corporation instead of an LLC or why they would file for a trademark or how that that works. Like start to think about something rather than being intimidating as being exciting or interesting or an opportunity for you to, you know, grow as a person and as a thinker. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is a tool designed to help you teach, train, and coach from anywhere on the planet. If you're a wellness professional looking to take your business to the next level, you can learn more at namastream.com. Yeah, anything we do in business, it's never set it and forget it, right? And I think a lot of people who are new to this space, specifically online, they see it as that, like just set it up once and then it will just bring in money for me. And I think 
that that you're absolutely right that we need to be curious about what is changing and what is what is new and um i know a way that we are curious and the way we follow the industry is we watch other people so maybe you're you're not one to go and research this new instagram feature you know just straight up the technical part of it but maybe you watch a really interesting business you're curious about how someone will use it or how someone else is growing their business and and adapting and evolving and it's more interesting or easier to learn by watching others so we have a number of businesses that that we're very curious about and we follow and we watch and we you know consume their content and evaluate what they're doing and see if any of it will apply to our audience that's a much more um, for me anyway, it's a much more fun way to to learn and to be curious about what's changing in the marketing in the marketing landscape. I'm not so sure about the LLC example, but um, <laughs> it's important. But I, I, I agree with you that sometimes there's there's points where, or times where we have to just learn the stuff that isn't exciting, but it's really incredibly important to the success of our business and us as leaders and entrepreneurs in this in whatever space that you operate in. And so, yeah, I love that idea of just acknowledging that this is not where I want to focus my time, but it is part of the learning process. And something in, in that example, you just kind of have to learn it once or how to set up your books or all that kind of, in my opinion, sort of the more boring, dry stuff of running a, an operation uh, has to be done and has to be done right. So just, you know, I love the idea of changing the mindset around it. Yeah. Well, to me, Sandy. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh -oh. I don't think that, like, I think that just about anything, when you dig deep enough, it, you can take the boring and the dryness out, right? Like, I, I I think there's always more there to learn. And it's just a matter of opening your mind. So yeah, I, I mean, everyone has differing t levels of time and attention for this stuff. But I will just say, like, even this Instagram contest example that we're talking about, just because it came up yesterday, you know, I maybe was not the most productive at, yesterday because I was interested in learning more about this but like I got into the nitty-gritty of like what does it mean legally to run a contest versus a sweepstakes and what happens if you're actually a Delaware corporation only doing business in this other state and you know like there is a lot to go down and I guess maybe that's only me because of the lawyer thing that I'm like what is what this is like a an exam this is like a final exam for a class right like what what do I need to figure out about this? It's a puzzle. And I and I think anyone can do this. Like you shift your mindset to turn it into a puzzle. And you know, we both you're like this with technical stuff, Sandy, where we get really frustrated with something like something isn't work gonna work. And you did this yesterday. You're like, figure I'm gonna out. figure it out. I'm going in and I'm not coming out. It's like six hours later until yep. this technical issue is fixed. I am Googling and it. I am yeah. reading the whatever software I'm reading all their blog posts trying to figure out see who else has had this problem and yeah like but I think that there's this um like it depends on what else is going on like sometimes I resent that I have to go and learn about an LLC when I just want to get this blog post out or this podcast recorded or, or whatever it's hard for me to turn things off and just focus on something I need to learn and I'm not super curious about even though I really try to tr to change my mindset around it when there's other things I would rather be doing I think that's yeah. that's my struggle sure and you don't have to like everything right like that's part curiosity is in part a process of discovering what you like versus what you don't like. I, I think that's right. And anyway, we, we can- you, then you just get a business partner who's a lawyer and then you don't have to deal with that stuff. <laughs> you just divide and conquer. That, go, <laughs> go back and like listen to collaboration. That's what you need to do. Listen to that episode. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I think what, 
essentially we're trying to say here is that curiosity is really important in two ways to your, for your business. Like one of which is to better understand your audience from a, a really sort of authentic place. And the other one is as a business owner, you have to learn new things all the time. And it really helps if you're curious about learning new things <laughs> because it will make your life a lot better. Like you have to do it anyway. Otherwise, you're not gonna grow your business. So you might as well embrace the fact that you're learning something new all the time. Okay, so then the, the next point that we wanted to talk about was just related to Deep Work, our podcast from last week, which was, again, following up on this idea that no one is exclusively driven by economics. And I think that Cal Newport in that book, where he talks about the importance of diving deep and really giving yourself to your work, I, I think he, t- he talks about the economic argument for it quite a bit, but he also like clearly, as we've talked about, is an academic. And so he's sort of this person that's already driven by curiosity, right? Like he has, he, I don't think he necessarily recognizes how rare that is, or even like, I don't feel like in the book, he, he talked about how the fact that, um, deep work, he talks about how it's important, how it's rare and like strategies that we can use to incorporate it. But he doesn't understand that like not everyone is interested in doing that deep work. <laughs> like he just sort of assumes that you want, you'd want to produce meaningful original work. And I think not everyone wants that automatically. And so I think that for, because we've made the case that it's important and he's made the case that it's important, we believe that curiosity is sort of the answer for you if you don't already feel called to go dive in and have like a four hour intensive work session every day. Like if you don't feel inspired to do that at this point, we're saying it's really important that you do that in order to be successful financially and, you know, in terms of legacy and all that. So what is going to be the missing ingredient that's going to help you want to do that and to sort of take that massive action? And and if you don't already feel that pull to do that deep work um, in, inherently, then curiosity is probably a really helpful you know, tool in your toolbox to help you get there. So figure out what it would take. Like, what are you really interested in? What would what would cause you to want to close yourself in a silent room for four hours a day and go deep? Like, where's that? And and some people might call that passion. Um, but but like, if you don't know what it is, you're not passionate about it. It can lead to passion. Yeah, and I yeah that that's interesting, Jenny. And I would say that. What I like, you know, reading that book and kind of having, you know, the type of work that we do and our clients do, like this online business, there's always something that needs to be done with your full attention. You know, that's that's not the shallow email answering Facebook scrolling kind of work. And I just can't imagine that you run a business that you don't have something that you need full attention, like to go deep on for a couple of hours every day. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, sure. <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? No, I mean, because I- you just looked like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't I don't think that everyone does that, though. I, I mean, let us know, you know, let us know in, in our Facebook group, soulfold.mba slash Facebook and in the comments under the podcast. Like, I don't think that everyone feels this pull to do like very focused work. I, I don't think that's something that everyone has. I think you have it. And so you don't recognize that there are a lot of people that don't feel that way. That's my take on it. I Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally off base. 
But I think there are a lot of people that simply, you know, want to just, you know, do sort of the daily, the daily work to sort of get a business off the ground, but are not necessarily interested in honing a craft or producing some sort of opus <laughs> for lack of a better, like, I don't think everyone wants that. And, and maybe I'm wrong. I hope hmm. I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I, now I do want to know what everybody thinks because yeah, you know, when you say that, I, I think maybe, um, my, my mom might fall under that because she has no entrepreneurial in her at all, like nothing. And, and she doesn't understand it. She doesn't understand the drive. She doesn't understand the unpredictability. And so she, but I guess, I guess where I'm saying this is from, if you have a business and you want to move it forward and you want to scale and you want to have impact, there is, you need to do some work that is like moving the business forward that is impacting your tribe. And I just, I guess I can't imagine that you don't have something that you need to do, whether that is, you know, maybe it's just editing a video and create, like, I think the, the creation part to me is, is deep work. Um, editing a video or, 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 you know, fine tuning that blog post or that podcast or whatever your content is. I just think that as entrepreneurs, there's always work to be done that's deep or else yeah, you don't really it, have much of a business. Like if you're just right. doing yeah, shallow I think, work. Yes. Yes. Amen. I mean, I agree with every, like we agree. I think that I'm mm -hmm. just trying to, to, to see the other side, see the other side. And, you know, you and I have mentored a lot of people, Sandy. You know what? I just, I'm trying not to be negative right now. I'm trying to like be really generous with my advice. I, I, so people sort of outside of our industry, right? And I will say that not, there are, there are a fair number of people, not everyone, but there are a fair number, number of people that I've worked with that I feel like don't feel called to do meaningful craft-based sort of you know original work and and that's fine but if 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 you want to build something with legacy that's going to support you financially you know and maybe your children eventually like you need to want to do deep work and you need to want to do original work and you're I guess, just saying that there's people who just want to do like just uh just make, make some this money business, make i just some, want to do, make some do, money do yeah. the least possible to make oh, some yes. money okay yes yeah i, I guess, do i guess yeah i i I have seen those people and talked yeah. to those people, but I just, they're not in my consciousness. Yeah, but what, so what I'm saying is that curiosity is available to them yeah. as a tool yeah. to help them want to do more than that. That's all. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I think you're right, you're that, right. like those people do not have passion. Like, uh, 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 I don't want to be negative about people, but, but I will just say like, I know, and I, I mean, you know, I taught a lot of students. I taught a lot of people, people who were in very prestigious schools, many of whom did not have, passion about anything like mm -hmm. I, I and, and maybe it's because they were 22 years old right like go figure however I have seen a lot of people that do have drive and passion and a lot of people that don't and I think curiosity is this missing ingredient between people who are living this like sort of remarkable existence and people who are getting by and you know no no harm no foul if you're like if you're all about getting by and sort of having a good time and who cares? Great. You're probably mm -hmm. not listening to this. Yeah, right? they're not listening to us. But but I, I think curiosity is a tool for them that they could use if they change their minds mm -hmm. and they want something or, else. Or they just haven't found that whisper in their ear yet, right? Like it's about to come that, that it may happen for them. You yeah. don't think so? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 
You know, I'd like to give some people the benefit of the doubt. I, I just, I think there are people that are not curious and there are people that are. So let's get, okay, let's get into, let's get into joy because I want to talk a little bit about this and the okay. reason why curiosity is so important. So there are no fewer than a dozen TED Talks on the topic of curiosity and why curiosity is important. You can go search for them. There's one that I particularly like that we're going to use for the joy called How Curiosity Changed My Life about this musician who turned into basically an astrophysicist because he, he looked up one night and looked at the constellations and became really curious about the, the Orion constellation. So uh, that's a really cool TED talk about, and he ended up uh, being on, in the crew that worked on the, the Mars landing with the rover and just talked about the role that curiosity played in shaping his entire life and you should watch it. But there's another TED talk on this topic um, done with some scientists, um, neuroscientists that study the effect of curiosity on the brain and how when you're in a curious state of being, it actually enhances your dopamine, like it increases the level of dopamine in your in your brain and how it changes your ability to learn. So you become essentially a sponge. So not just about learning the thing you're curious about, but about everything else that's going on around you that's even unrelated to this like specific thing you're curious about. You become a better learner. So there's there's all sorts of research now in sort of brain development about what what makes people curious and how do you encourage curiosity in children so that they're better learners and better able to absorb information. So so I just think if you're interested in this topic, there's a whole world out there for you to explore and we'll link to some of this stuff in the show notes. Um, but it's it's not just like, oh, curiosity is something that's kind of cool that will help you be better at business. Like it, it really is this important sort of human response. And I, I just can't emphasize enough how I think just from my limited single human being observation in the world that this is like a make it or break it. This is sort of what separates in my mind people that I know who are in incredibly successful from sort of regular people. And if you wanna be a regular person, that's totally cool. That's fine. <laughs> but if you wanna, you know, if you want to be remarkable, you wanna live a remarkable life, this has to be an essential element to your daily existence. Stepping off my soapbox. Speaking of remarkable, we're going to talk about Seth Godin for the hustle because um, we ha we have decided that there is no limit on how much we can quote or use Seth Godin's work in our podcast. So if you're like, oh, not again, Seth, it's coming again and there will be more. So we are going to use for the hustle um, a program he has out right now called the Marketing Seminar. It's timed, right? It is. Yeah, it's 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 doors are closing July 28th. So this this podcast, when this comes out, you'll still have a little while to sign up if you want to for it. Yeah. And I think just being curious about your um, tribe and your work and all of that will come down to some fantastic marketing. And there's no person better uh, to learn from than Seth Godin. And his one of his little phrases in the in the curriculum page is is that this course is built on three precepts, empathy, humility, and effectiveness. And um, that piques my curiosity. And Jenny and I have decided that we're going to take this course um, because it looks phenomenal. And, you know, I think there is a part in here where he says that it's not for you to sit back and decide what you are going to, how you are going to market to your, to your audience. You need to, to, to know them and understand them and give them what they want. And so that it, you know, definitely requires some curiosity. So I am very curious about this and I absolutely want to take this course.
Yeah, me too. We're taking it. So I think I would, it's, it's not cheap. It's 445 US dollars. So for those of you who are curious, it's not cheap. However, there is no better human being on the earth to learn marketing from other than Seth Godin. I can guarantee you that I'm willing to sort of go, go to bat for that statement. So yeah, that's it. I mean, I think that curiosity, that there's a lot there. There's a lot to play with. Again, we have the links for everything that we're talking about in the show notes. Let us know what you think. Thanks, everyone. We will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Soulful MBA is not just the name of our podcast. It's also the name of our premium business course and community. If you are a wellness entrepreneur who dreams of growing your business online, but you're not clear on your next steps and you wish you had someone to guide you, then we've got something for you. Get Soulful MBA's first syllabus and three free video lessons by heading over to soulful.mba sample. Thank you.